Hi, welcome to the Weekend Sober. This is Kim and happy Friday. We're so glad you're here. Um, I have a special guest with me right now. I have Mike Margolis here. Hi, everybody. Um, Mike was on with us last, I don't remember what month that was, but it was last, this year. It was this year. Yeah, early yeah. this year, maybe January, February. Yeah, and we loved having you, so thank you for coming back. My pleasure. Um, we are going to chat today about um, holidays, gatherings, parties, and we'll just catch up and see how life has been. Because you're still sober. I'm still sober, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so funny when people say that too. They're like, are you still doing that not drinking thing? Still sober, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm coming up on two years in January. Awesome, congrats. And yeah, I get that question a lot. Yeah. Uh, have you, you know, have you, can I grab you a beer? Yeah. When are we going drinking? Yeah. Can we hit up New Garden? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how's it been for you? Um, it's been great. Um, there's been a number of... Uh, situations over the last year where I've you know had you know uh, social situations whether it's parties um, social gatherings where I've continued my sobriety and at first I think in the beginning like if I go two years back that was kind of a challenge to explain to people that I wasn't drinking um, that awkwardness of not having a cocktail in your hand. And more recently, I would say in the past 12 months, I feel like I now really own it. Yeah. Um, where it's more of an opportunity to kind of share my story about yeah. why I'm doing it. The conversa It's a conversation starter. Right. And so um, I recently had my 25th high school reunion okay okay wait um, hold on before we get into the reunion sure. i want you just i was just realizing like for people that haven't that maybe didn't listen to your last episode although it was one of our most listened to episodes oh, um but for anybody new maybe you could just give like a brief uh little recap of your story yeah sure so um i live in needham with my family here i grew up in needham so i really you know spread my wings um <laughs> So I'm, I'm married to my lovely wife, Emily, and we have two boys who are 10 and 7, Jack and Teddy. And um, yeah, so I, I quit drinking in January of 2021, sort of at the, towards the end of the pandemic, I guess. Um, the pandemic was really challenging for, for me personally. I lost my sister during the pandemic, uh, not due to COVID, um, but she had battled um, mental illness for quite some time. And so that opened up my eyes to how much drinking I was doing. And um, I realized that I needed to make a change and Emily was super supportive of that change. And so when I decided to, to quit drinking, uh, I wanted to educate, educate myself in terms of what were some of the resources out there. Uh, I never attended any meetings um, that just didn't seem to be something for me, but I read um, This Naked Mind, which we've talked about mm -hmm. before, and it really opened up my eyes and it changed my perspective on what alcohol was doing to me, how I looked at alcohol, and um, yeah, so I've been sober for almost two years now. It's awesome. And you came to this on your own, um, did, or I, no, Emily had kind of like we had We concerns. had had conversations yeah. about, hey, you're drinking too much. Yeah. Right. It would usually be on like a Sunday night where I'd yeah. be watching football all day 
and it would be you know six seven eight beers deep yeah. and i was becoming sort of the useless husband on the couch where she was getting ready for the work week and getting ready the kids ready for school the next day and so it'd be one of those times where i wasn't being an adult and i was being really selfish and i was just drinking and drinking and wake up on monday morning hungover and really not contributing and she said you've got to make some some changes yeah. you've got to reevaluate how much you're drinking and i did for for a while i'd say i don't remember how long but i would try to come up with sort of the number of drinks yeah. that would work for us for me and it it would always slip back into too many beers and so i realized that my my number of, of drinks was zero, and that's just how it's gotta be. Yeah, I know. We've all gone through that sort of moderation mm -hmm. uh, attempt, and yeah, then you finally realize that sucks. That's not fun. And the, I always call it like the mental aerobics around that, obsessing over it, thinking about it all night was just so exhausting right yeah it's, it's so stressful it's stressful it's and also i think when i was drinking i would most almost every time have a drink before i get yeah. to a party oh, yeah. or go out to dinner mm -hmm. right just to sort of relax mm -hmm. um and so that can be a slippery slope too where you've already had one or two before you go out then at dinner you have a couple then after you have a couple or at the party whatever it might be um, so for me, the, the number added up pretty quickly, no matter what the circumstances were. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it was, it's extremely it was extremely challenging for me. So the number for me is, is zero. Yeah. I would say, okay, two drinks when I go out, but that doesn't count the one at home. It doesn't count the one that Evan didn't see. It's only two drinks that Evan actually sees, right. you know, it, it, like I would come up with such stupid rules and... Right. I would just obsess over it and it was just so exhausting it was it was miserable yeah. and then for me there was also times where you know on a Saturday if, if I started drinking at like four o'clock we're talking about eight to ten hours of drinking yeah which was like marathons yeah right so um, it did a number on my you know my body in yeah. terms of just the number of calories I was consuming um, you know, the next day just being miserably hungover. Um, we talked about the anxiety. I remember you saying that there was just like feeling like by the end, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, by the end, I almost was like stressing out about drinking. Yeah. Because it was just such a crutch and it was just such mm -hmm. a, during the pandemic, I mean, we drank, I felt like I drank all the time. Mm -hmm. Like there was no such thing as the weekends. It was just sort of yeah. like, oh, it's Tuesday night, but you know, there's, there's, you know, with COVID and with the pandemic and what was happening in the world, it was it was it was totally acceptable to, to be drinking on a Tuesday night. Um, and towards the end, for me, I remember that it was extremely stressful, and I was very anxious about just drinking in general. And I almost I I had a sense of relief um, coming out of um, the holidays. And starting January, even though I started on January 3rd of, of not drinking, uh, it actually reminds me because now we're we're getting into the holidays. You know, I felt like in 2018, 2017, I remember drinking a lot between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. 
and just that long stretch of drinking. And there was holiday parties, yep. and work parties, yep. and plenty of reasons to drink. And I remember thinking, I can't wait for January 1st. Yep. I can't wait for dry January so I can just take a break. Yep. And that was when I was drinking. Yes. So oh, I know a lot of people that think that. So now I'm sober and it's like, you know, I've been doing great for two years and I feel great and there's a million benefits of not drinking. But I can remember being like waking up, kind of hungover, start drinking at four o'clock, mm-hmm. the vacation weeks, mm-hmm. where it was just like, I didn't know what day it was. You don't was, know what day it was. And it was, I would always be drinking and now I can like watch, you know, uh, the commercials for, you know, uh, whatever it might be, um, Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. and um, Andy Cohen on CNN. You know, like I look at those commercials, I'm like, oh, that's like that's just like a breath of fresh air now yeah. because I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. I don't have to worry about yeah. New Year's Eve and yes. getting wasted yeah. and waking up on January 1st and like trying to collect myself because I'm already collected. I'm already like yes. I've got my ducks in a row. Oh my god, isn't that such a good feeling? It's a really nice I know. relief. It's it, I relate to that so much. I remember same thing during those years of heavy heavy drinking um it was like a marathon and just one hangover after another drinking to to take care of your hangover Mm -hmm. and i actually i think that was a large reason why when i woke up on november 28 2020 i was thinking i was staring down a long road of heavy drinking from you know that was thanksgiving weekend until new year's and i was like "I, i don't think i can keep going it's I was like, lot. I need to, I need to stop. It's a lot. It's a lot. And and don't get me wrong. So, you know, I'm around a lot of people that drink, and you know, Emily's super supportive. She drinks a little bit. She'll have a glass of wine or a glass mm-hmm. of prosecco, but she can handle that situation. Yeah. You know, at a work event, she might right. have one. Right. Right. At uh, a, at a party, you know, she might have one or two, maybe. That's what she can do it. She's got that under control. And that is awesome. For me, that was not the situation. Yeah. Right? So um I you know, I if you know, you know. I know there's a lot of people out there listening, right? And yeah. I'm not saying that you can't drink, right? If right. you can drink responsibly. Right. We both have spouses that drink responsibly. Responsibly. But we both could not drink responsibly. Socially, responsibly, mm-hmm. and you know, you wake up the next day and you can go to work or you can Take care of your family, like more power to you. Yeah. I just didn't, I don't have that in my DNA or oh my. I don't have that in, you know, I'm just, that's just not who I am right now. Um, so I, I'm, I'm okay with it. And I'm, we're actually, you know, we're going to see people through the holidays. Um, we're going, you know, we're going to be very social and I'm looking forward to catching up with people. Yeah, I'll have my, right. my, my ginger ale or, you know, a seltzer or whatever it might be in my hand. And um, yeah, now I kind of feel like I, I own it, right? I feel like I own the sobriety because I feel really good. Um, so your confidence is a little bit diff- like better or higher compared to, say, like a year ago at this point. Yeah, even yeah. a year ago, it was still kind of new. I was mm-hmm. having to have that conversation. And if I need to have the conversation, I just say, yeah, you know, like the pandemic was really difficult. Mm-hmm. It opened my eyes to things. Um, I reevaluated my relationship with alcohol. I realized that the reality is like I, I'm not someone that can just have one or two. Yeah. I was overdoing it and now, you know, I feel really good. I lost some weight. Yeah. I have the energy. 
Um, you know, I'm yeah. very active with my family, and yeah. it's just it, I'm better off without it. And now, awesome. I, now I own it instead of using it as a crutch. And probably what you've realized is, you know, it took a little bit of time to get to that point of having the courage and, and confidence to say those kinds of things to people. But how much easier is it to say that? And, you know, like rather than feeling like you have to just keep going through the motions and doing mm-hmm. all those things that you were before, like mm-hmm. drinking and waking up and and you know yeah. going through that cycle it was awful and this is so and i always say like that's why i haven't tattooed on my wrist like you feel free like you just feel so much lighter and like yeah. you're just like released from that torture <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard to explain sometimes yeah. it's hard it, to explain to somebody who's still drinking because it, honestly like i would never have i would have probably laughed at me <laughs> yeah no i i mean it, it, it's hard to explain sometimes the way i explain it is like when you have to go work out right like the, the idea of going for a, a run or doing a Peloton or whatever it is doesn't sound attractive to everybody, right? But everybody, once they work out, feels better, right? They got the endorphins going. They're like, oh, I feel so much better. Now I, you know, I, can, I can go have you know, my lunch or have dinner or whatever. Um, you just you feel better. You, you have more energy. It, it's just it's, it, it, the endorphins kick in. It's very similar to, um, for me, when, when I stop drinking, it's just, I just feel better. Yeah. I'm just healthier. And great. that that mountain or that hill of like getting to sobriety, yeah. it can seem so overwhelming. Yes. Right? Like just the idea of getting off the couch to go for a run, right? It can seem like That's, overwhelming. It's a really good comparison. But for me, it was like, all right, you know, when I... in so December of 2020, right before I, you know, quit drinking, some of the things that were holding me back was how could I ever explain this to people? Totally. Like, how can I ever mm-hmm. explain that I quit drinking? How can I? I could never do that. That that just that. What would people think of th- me? There, I didn't know you had a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had an issue. Yeah. Right? Oh. So a um, drinking problem. Like I've known you. I've known you for years. Yeah. You, you know, you're you're. You've always got the 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 tasty IPAs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you're always drinking on the golf course or whatever. Yeah, it might like be. you felt like that identified you. It was part of who I was. Yeah. Right. And uh, how could I ever go into a party not with like a beer in my hand or not, you know, hanging out by the cooler? Um, it just it it boggled my mind. Like, how could I ever do that? And now, two years removed from that, almost two years, I just I can't imagine like being like I can't imagine drinking like that I just can't I cannot and also don't you sort of look at that person who relied so much on the crutch of alcohol don't you not I guess I guess I feel bad for the person that I was back then because I was such a shell of myself and I I had no confidence that I relied so much on alcohol to get me through things um but aren't you just so much happier for the person now that you know isn't I'm happier I'm I'm happier for myself Mm -hmm. I'm happier for Emily yeah I'm happier for my kids children right Mm -hmm. like I'm my my parents like my 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 sister like I'm happier for the people that I surround myself because my friends that still drink and drink responsibly like I don't think they think of me like oh like you know we can't hang out now because you don't drink like I've been on vacations with my friends and they've you know reassured me multiple times that it's like hey just because i it's because i don't drink anymore doesn't didn't change our relationship Mm -hmm. um so for me i just 
looking back, I'm just, I'm happier, I'm healthier. I, you know, people tell me, hey, you look great, yeah. right? Because like, I was a little heavier when I was drinking. Like, I, you know, 200 calories of beer yeah. is, um, it was a lot for me. So now... Instead, I can, you know, have have some extra dessert if I want. Right, exactly. So let's talk about the um, high school reunion. Yes. So um, I had my 25th high school reunion. Which a lot of people might say, God, I need to be drunk to go to that. And for my 20th, I was really drunk. Okay. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I was on student council in high school. So I, not my senior year, but like my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. So I'm... I was very much involved and very much a planner for for our high school. So for the 20th, uh, we had a great turnout. We probably had like maybe more than 100 people, which I thought was great. And uh, there was a lot of drinking. Yeah. And um, fortunately, um, you know, I, I remember most of that night, but it was it was a lot of drinking. And so fast forward to this year. It uh, was a much smaller turnout. I think we maybe had like 15 people. Okay. Um, and I think partly was COVID. Yeah. You know, part of it was just poor planning. I don't think we gave people enough notice okay. of like, hey, it's our 25th yeah, reunion. Yeah. Um, Did spouses go? Um, they were invited, yeah. but there was very few people. Yeah. Family so, go? No. It was small. Okay. So, um, but that... You know, presented a little bit of an interesting dynamic for me because because it was so intimate and small. Like I was drinking ginger ale. Yeah. Right? So you um, had some. So it wasn't like you had a hundred people where you could mm-hmm. just grab a seltzer and hide. Not that I would be hiding, but um, you know what I mean. You, yeah, you had to. Yeah. So it actually came up rather quickly when um, the server came over and I said, "I'll just have a ginger ale." And they're like, "Ginger ale?" What, what? And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I quit drinking." And I told my story right awesome. at, pretty much right out yeah. of the gate. Good. And um, like I said, like I'm kind of owning it where it's like, hey, I went through some, some things. I looked in the mirror and I figured out that, you know, I'm, I'm better without it. And then that was it. Right. Like then we moved on to yeah. whatever else we were talking about. Kids or, you know, uh, catching up on, you know, old friends and stories from high school and where we live and what we do for work. So, um, yeah, it, it, it I, like I said, I, I kind of own it and people say, well, you know, you look really good, right? Like that's, that's great. They, they don't say like, oh, you quit drinking two years ago. And like, why would you ever do that? No, right? nobody why? ever says that. They, they don't, they say, hey, good for you. Like that's, that's, that's And your great. biggest fear before, or, you know, one of those things that you always kind of like worried about was how you would have that conversation, how you would go into social situations and kind of explain how that. You, I, I, I couldn't, two years ago, I couldn't that imagine that was it. holding you back. Right. You know, is is mind-boggling because it, it's such a non-issue now. It's a non-issue and I was, you know, I felt really engaged with all the people mm-hmm. that were there and I'm buying them drinks. It's totally yeah. fine. Like, it's a social situation. It's a celebration in a mm-hmm. way. They should be if they want to drink and drink responsibly. They should, right? Yeah. So I was buying rounds for people, um, you know, and I thought it was. I, I thought know. it was great. If anything, that's funny. Something you just said. Um, if anything, you feel more engaged, and you know, it's something you don't even realize when you're still drinking that 
you were not engaged or not you, but like we were not, you know, when we were actively drinking and getting so drunk at those kinds of things, we were so checked out. I know I was, I was always like blacked out and just like having the same old, like stupid conversations with people. And now it's so nice to have like meaningful, real, authentic conversations. Yeah. I think when I was drinking heavily, you know, I think part of me was afraid I was going to embarrass myself. So I would clam right. up totally. Right, like I did I get, already like, did mute. I already tell that story? Yes, I did this. I would do the same or, thing. Or like, wait, did I already catch up with them? Yes. Right, because I haven't seen them in so long. I did the same thing. But and now so it's like I, I go around quiet. the room and it's like, okay, you know, I need to catch up with her. I need to catch up with him. Oh, I remember where he lives. Right, like now it's my mind was really sharp, and before it was like. Reunion, I was like, yeah, I could have probably talked to everybody 20 times. I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember. That you know? is so funny. I've, I, I think the same thing. And I, so much that like, then I would go and see people the next day around town or like at our club or something. I'm like, I would ignore them because I'm like, I have no idea if I saw them last night. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Right? And I have no idea what I said. So I'm going to be a complete bitch right now and just ignore them and pretend I don't even see them. Right pull my hair across my face right. and run into my car. Like, that's the kind of person I was. Right. I was a closed off, mean, kind of like insecure person because I had no idea what I did when I was right. drunk it, half the time. It, it caused a, another level of anxiety. Anxiety? Right, and like, life's difficult enough, right? So to, to add that level of anxiety for me, it just, it, looking back, I, I'm, I'm just much happier where I am today. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a great vacation planned. Yep, we are going away for vacation. So, um, yeah, there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of drinking on this vacation. But for me, again, I'll be fine with you know a non-alcoholic beverage of some sort, whether it's a non-alcoholic beer or just water or ginger ale. I was in Aruba and I had a lot of fruity drinks. Yeah, you could yeah. have some really nice. Mocktails. Yeah, mocktails. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All the fresh fruit down there. That's what I'm. Gonna, I never. I'm not into mocktails, but like when you're in a tropical place, they're really good. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to spending time with the with the fam and the kids. And you know, like in in the past with vacations, it'd be really easy to to whether you're at a hotel or at you're at, you're at a pool to get drunk and sort of for me. You know, to be honest, to be sort of, you know, short with my family, mm-hmm. the kids, right? Being hungover the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's, hey, we wake up. What, what's the plan? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be up early with you guys. Yep. What do you want to do? Energy. Yep. Right. So, um, yeah, the vacation should be exciting. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's awesome. Well, it's so great to have you back on here and to see your your confidence and your energy level. And it's just, um, it's, you know, it's so cool. And I really hope that, um, you know, people will take away from this that, um, you know, not just women get sober. Yeah. Right. No, I've talked to Emily about this a lot, you know, like it's to think that there's all these, like, there's a lot of celebrities that are sober. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like, I I don't know if the, the name's off the top of my head, like, um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's yes, one. Yes. Um, I think Jason Bateman might be sober. Oh, I love I, him. I don't know. There's like 
I just, you know, yes. like I, I follow like these sober pages on yeah. Instagram and like yeah. they'll be like, oh, did you know that these, yeah, these yeah, celebrities yeah, totally. are sober? I'm like, oh, that's, motivation. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And then I'm thinking, you know what? Being sober can be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, sorry. Like, I know I'm not like the guy bringing in the, the cool IPAs anymore or the you're, bottle you're of You're the guy you know, who champagne. was on student council in high school. <laughs> but, it's like, but it's like, dude, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm 43 years old. Like, it's not benefiting me at this no. point like i i just feel like there's there's something to be said about hey i can go to a party and not have anything to drink other than you know ginger ale or seltzer and you can carry on a conversation and, I can carry and on you a conversation can remember what you said and i'm you know and i and i don't need to have you know alcohol in my system to be brave enough to go to that social situation yes, and that is a lot more than probably 90 percent of people we know Right. So, so there, that is pretty fucking cool. I think it is kind of cool. And, you know, New Year's is, what, a couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to reevaluate, you know, yeah. your relationship with alcohol. Um, I'm happy to come, come have a conversation with anybody who might be sober curious because it's there's a lot of benefits. It's really yeah. powerful. Um, and, um, yeah, it's it's really just it's a it's a new way for for me to live my life, which I never thought would be possible, but I'm, I'm, I'm just happy and grateful that I, I made that decision. It's awesome. Yes. I love that. Um, if you want to chat with Mike, send us an email, send us a DM and yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, thank you so much for being a guest today. My we love pleasure. having you. My pleasure. I and... hope it, I hope my, um, I hope it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> no. Sometimes when you're talking, you know, Oh my God. I never, I know. Well, have a great weekend sober. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Have you ever tried Curious Elixirs? Their booze-free craft cocktails are infused with adaptogens to help you unwind. They're plants that benefit your body, helping you relax and de-stress without the hangover. Use code Kimberly22 and get $10 off your order of $50 or more. Go check out Curious Elixirs. Thanks.